Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Dorowski. Welcome back, Andrew. Yeah. So good to have you with us again. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky, Minute 63. Minute 63 starts with the robot slowly collapsing. And it ends with Dola's gang enclosing the Goliath airship with colored smoke. Pretty clever. I, I like the how the smoke goes, but yeah. Yeah. I don't want to jump into the end yeah, of the minute again. Start, <laughs> I love uh, Sheeta's instinct here is, is interesting. She She's kind of doing two things at once. She's clutching at the robot's hand, mm-hmm. but then she yells for Pazu. Yeah. It's like... Pazu's not going to fix the robot, right? I mean, the only thing that she's yelling at Pazu for is to get her out of there. Yeah, that's for rescue. Yeah, like, no one's here to protect me anymore. Oh, yeah. I feel like her clutching at the robot is really sympathetic. Like, she is, she believes that the robot was trying to protect her, and she cares about it for that reason, because she's a caring person. But I really don't think she should grab the robot's hand at this point. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's... I also... The robot shouldn't be reaching out if it's trying to protect her. This is not a good time for it to reach out. It's on fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like she realizes that her it's like her empathy has gets her into trouble. Like she's too empathic. And so mm-hmm. she's almost calling for Pazu to like rescue her from herself, like from her own. <laughs> yeah, like like good get instincts. me out of the sad situation Please because I'm keep gonna... me from trying to fix this robot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cuz like she's definitely feeling for it, which wasn't she like super terrified of the robot at some point? I mean, yeah, just, yeah, several justifiably, points. <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> yeah, like she should, she should like just try to focus a little bit on that fear. It's like, oh yeah, that robot scared me. Yeah, like it, it was chasing just, her. Yeah, just because it died sadly right in front of me doesn't mean it didn't scare me. Right. And blow up a lot of people. The only connection that they made was the necklace pointing to its crest. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I guess yeah, she doesn't have to feel bad for this robot, but she can't help yeah. herself. She can't. She help can't herself. help it, and then she, I think she realizes that she can't help herself. And she's yeah, and she's like, like, I, I just feel too it. bad about Get everything. Get me out of here before I before I care too much. <laughs> you know what my problem is? I care too I care much. Too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but but really, that seems to be like the situation right here. She's like feeling so bad about the robot that it's going to get her into trouble. Yeah. yeah. And she like, all she can do is yell at Pazu. Like, okay, I still need help. Yeah. Like, like I can't, one, if, on if nothing own. happens, if nothing happens, I'm going to super die. And yeah, like two, some, if yeah. you don't come help me, I'm going to like care about this robot too much. And like hug it as it's exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like she's not she does not seem to have any worry for herself really at this moment. She seems yeah. to like if anything she's just worried that she's going to be worried about the robot. She's not worried that she's actually in danger. Yeah, and also as far as she knows Pazu could be falling to his death. I don't know if she it's, saw him at all. Yeah, I mean cuz she looks up and he's definitely not that far up by this time. Yeah. Doesn't she or is she looking more out? I guess it's a little. I guess more out she than I was thought. distracted while Dola got hit by a brick. Mm-hmm. 
Like yeah. she had turned to look at the robot because the yeah. robot was reaching out yeah. to her yeah. for sympathy. So I guess she is calling out for Pazu to take her away. <laughs> and I just love the cut to Pazu. And I imagine if Pazu could hear it, just like him thinking, it's like, I kind of got my own problem right now. <laughs> it's like, hold on. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he doesn't have a seatbelt. So he's holding on onto the, the back of this thing yeah. with Dola's weight against him, just with the strength of his own arms. That's... He's like, what is he, like Like 12 years old, 10 years old? 12 at most. <laughs> His 12-year-old arms just holding, and then he has to, and like, just and then like it's Just like one arm, though. I mean, you can yeah. see. Like, yeah, because then he's got to pull up. And he's got and... one arm like around Dola's waist, as you can see. Yeah, wait a second. Because yeah. then he's about to like reach up for the handle. This These physics don't track. <laughs> I mean, he does work in a mine. I don't know. And his yeah, head he's, is he's... harder than his boss's fists. So, I mean, I don't know what big responsibilities <laughs> he's getting at his job, but... Um, he's he's carrying a lot of meatballs to and from that <laughs> That's mark. right, yeah. A lot of sweet meatballs. And, Every and, single and time they get if heavier you carry, and heavier. If you carry enough meatballs, you'll get strong. <laughs> um, but I guess, so he like works his hand up a little bit, and then he just like jumps for reaching at the controls. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, he's get, definitely like, going to fly crazy. off of this thing. Yeah. I mean, Dola, if he's grabbing Dola by the waist, I don't know if this helps at all, but she's connected to the flapter. But I don't think he's getting, I think that's, like, more likely to work against him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think than to help him get enough hit. leverage around her. Yeah. She's... Yeah, for, for him to, like, reach up and grab the controls, that's probably working against him. Mm, I agree. His arms aren't as... Long as hers. As her waist is yeah. wide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't have, like, the, the reach. His wingspan just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and his hand is apparently kind of small, because when he grabs the controls, there's, like, room for four fingers, but he only takes up three of them. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, and then here we get a really good shot of the console of the platter. Yeah. Got yeah. A couple switches. So there's what? Yeah, two switches. There's a wires down underneath. Yeah. Um, and... There's like a I pinball don't, I don't know shooter. A <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like like a like a throttle. It's for like injecting the fuel when you oh, start. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah, I think that's the ignition basically. Yeah, and then yeah. we've got two yeah, meters. There's two meters up top, and then one bigger meter at the bottom. I don't think it could be a compass because it would be it wouldn't be the right orientation with like the magnetic poles because yeah. it's. Because it's a vertical f- surface. So it's got to be like the altimeter or something. The the big green one in the middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, the speed gauge. So. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the altimeter kind yeah. of horizon kind of. Yeah. That makes the most sense. That's the like most mm-hmm. crucial thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think those the two switches on the left, I was thinking maybe those control, like, you know, sometimes like the two sets of wings, one set is not flapping. Yeah. And the other set is. And so there's like. Yeah. There's like high flap, no flap. Yeah, medium yeah. flap. I mean, yeah. it seems like there's another mm-hmm. like, <laughs> there's another pinball pusher like next to the one. We just don't see it. Oh, yeah, you're right. The shadows. It's um, covered. it's hiding behind the other yeah. the other um, grip. All right, I don't know how these controls work. Yeah. yeah. What? So, uh, do we see? There's triggers on the tops of the. Yeah. Yeah. There's buttons. Do we? Ever um, s- maybe that's for the smoke. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe. flares or something. Do we ever see them? Are there guns on these? Do we ever see them fire guns? I don't think we have so far. Yeah, I don't know, but I it, so it definitely like the profile up the 
at the front looks like it could have guns. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they fired guns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't see the flapter as like a flying. As a fighter. Yeah, as a fighter, fighter yeah. plane. I mean, they could rig yeah. it up like that if they really wanted. Yeah, I feel like that's probably more likely for stuff like smoke. Yeah. Um, and flares. Or if it has. Um, Would they have. Like, like when they link up, like the, the gripping mechanism. Yeah. Or they usually, I mean, the, it's it's kind of like a chariot. And that they have like they usually have two people on it, right? One is yeah. doing the driving, mm-hmm. and the other one like has like a would rifle be like fi- firing mm-hmm. their yeah. their um, guns. Like they don't really yeah. they don't fire mm-hmm. from the air. They really use their own rifles and. Well, we saw them, yeah. and they pull up alongside. Yeah, and um, then they they fire like their flare gun. Yeah, and shell they board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's probably equipped with a lot of artillery. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're more hands-on than the military with their ambushes. Hands-on than the... Hands-on, like, like... Up close, melee. Yeah, up close. Yeah. Like face-to-face. Hand-to-hand. Hand-to-face. Yeah. Hand hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you think... Okay, I always thought that it would be a big problem to pull on just one stick on this thing. Like, wouldn't that tip yeah. you sideways or something? Like, I don't think... Because, like, they're obviously two independent, um, like, joysticks. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know exactly what their operations are, but I think you would want to work them in tandem. So you pull back with both of them to go, like, pull up evenly on both sides of the flapter. Yeah. Well, Pazu isn't able to pull it up on his own, but he <laughs> makes the wings kind of readjust. I feel like all it would do is make him spiral. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would, like, tip him over at least. Yeah. yeah they're but, not hooked. I mean, I, apparently I he gets it to were... work. Oh, well, he... Yeah, it is kind oh, of assumed yeah. that they were like, yeah, like they were hooked. Like he gets it to level out. Yeah, but I mean, they he... look like they're far enough apart that I like I don't see the yoke. Exactly. But yeah. that doesn't mean it's not there. Mm-hmm. But whatever he does with one handle seems to get them leveled seems to out. Work. I mean, and they seem to be moving in roughly a straight line. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's how easy is um, it to like pilot this flapter? I mean, it leveled out and, and stayed on a straight course pretty easily with just one hand on it. Yeah. Yeah, we were saying before that, uh, you know, it's got a good balance. Right? Yeah, so right. So when it tumbles, it tumbles face, you know, it orients itself face down. Yeah, so so maybe the machine just does a lot of the work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it's got like a gyroscope spinning somewhere inside that kind of keeps it level. Oh. Right. That actually would... Um, I think that would track for this world. You know, if the engine's running, it's got a gyroscope leveling it out. Yeah, because we don't yeah. see them do, like, a lot of flips or anything with these. It yeah. would be hard mm-hmm. to do it, with, not as much with as we just do with it. the open kind of chariot-like Yeah, yeah. So it, it really does um, sit pretty level almost all the time. Yeah, these are... So, yeah, I, I, I like that idea. Okay, we've got our episode title. What? <laughs> gyroscope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, why does Dola wake up? Like, what wakes her up in this moment? Uh, there's... Why don't they just crash into the cliff face? Well... Also, how did they get that far away? They went straight up. You're right. From the tower. During the explosion. And now they're, like, they're at least 100 yards away from the edge of the island. That's odd. But, uh, I mean... Yeah. Pazu's, like, flying over water, which I'm assuming is, Mm -hmm. like, splashing them. So I don't know. That could be... So it splashed he's, her he's enough flying to, to back wake her up. towards the fortress, though. Yeah. It's like they go straight up, 
mm-hmm. and then they go down, and all of a sudden when they reach, I the guess they water, didn't go straight down. I, I guess, guess not. I guess maybe they maybe they weren't going as straight down as we thought, and so we just needed to pull it up not as much as we thought. I mean, I'm I'm trying to watch over and over and see if we can chart the angles. It looks like he's flying straight down. So yeah, I don't know when they moved over a hundred yards. Kind of looks, but like at some point they did straight down. But then they, like when they do, cut to think... the water, it does. So look like he it's may have done a big circle. Level off. I think. Like mm-hmm. I get the idea now that I'm looking at it that once the, like once he, once he kicks the wings into motion, mm-hmm. that that helps it, it... level it off, mm-hmm. or that helps yeah. like right it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, I'm still just not sure how... How they... So I'm wondering how much he's actually doing with the stick, or it's just the fact that the, the engine started it. again is what's mm-hmm. really saved him. Right. So maybe when they were going up, it's it's like the engine choked, and then he had to kind of... Just pulling on it gave it something to... Instead of stalling out, it was able to get get moving again. Yeah. Or maybe he like flipped one of the switches, you know, mm-hmm. like, like Anakin with the in the pod race and then we oh. didn't see that but and his actual yeah. it's working it's working <laughs> i mean i wasn't gonna say but like the cockpit did look a little bit like a pod racer cockpit yeah i mean its body kind of looks like a pod racer just without mm-hmm. the the boosters yeah I, I i would i could envision a pod racer yeah. with that um with that main yeah. portion as the yeah. body I barely remember the, the prequels. Yeah, sure. For good reason. <laughs> and then we get the, this is the key, this is the most exciting minute of the week. The heroic rescue. Yeah, the yeah. daring rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not feel safe trying to catch her like that. Like with his feet hooked through. Yeah, this is, it's an interesting <laughs> way. I always thought that this was odd as a kid. I was and like, his legs are really wide. There's not a lot of like, he does not have a lot of torso for her to catch on to no. hanging down there. It's it's a lot of guts like for everybody involved. Cause yeah. I was, yeah. You know, she... before I like reviewed this minute, I kind of assumed or thought I remembered that they just, she was standing there and they picked her up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember. But she I didn't think jumps. That. She jumps off. Yeah, she jumps to the side. She like trusts and that falls down. Catch yeah. her. Like she times it very well. Like if that doesn't work. She's dead. She's, she's gone. If, like yeah. if she if she's too early, then her face is gonna hit the front of the flopter. If she's too late, then there's no time to catch. If she's this is a this is a very risky move. Well, also, she's... for the first time ever, I'm noticing something. What's that? What's that? Um, so Pazu's got his legs like hooked into the yeah. the stirrups of the flopter, but Dola is grabbing onto his belt. Yeah. Wait, really? So she's flying this oh, yeah. one-handed for for this maneuver. Yeah. What? If you yeah, like forty-eight seconds, you can see it. Oh, she's. I didn't. So she's just like I didn't notice she, that. So she's now. flying one-handed. Yeah. For the the most risky maneuver of all time, yeah. probably. I guess it's um, it's gutsy for all three of them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess she's like I might have bumped the wing on the wall. But I did this really risky move one-handed, so I get a pat on the back. I, I made up for it. Okay. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to pull it off this time. Um, so does that mean that she has to just, once they get clear of the flames and everything, she just one-handed just deadlifts Pulls them onto, yeah. like, onto the, the main part? Because I was thinking about, like, okay, 
it's a gutsy maneuver just to like save her like this. But then how do you get both of them up into on, yeah. the cockpit? She's like crouching down so she Because if she just lifts like straight up, like one of the two kids is going to be upside down no oh, matter what. Oh yeah. This <laughs> Like there's no way to get them both in standing up unless one of them does a lot of yoga and is willing to like bend their back a lot. She had a lot of free time. So she worked out. <laughs> she's she's very flexible. I mean, do you think maybe they stopped somewhere and then continued flying? Or is there not enough it's time? It's possible. possible. I mean, we might have to watch into the next minute to, to really get a better sense. Yeah. Because I don't know if, if they're um, both standing upright by the next minute or if, the, if she's still dangling underneath the flopter as they fly away. I think, I think they're standing is. up. Or do you... Well, we'll find out. Well, the last minute she's Yeah, we, we'll up, save that for tomorrow. When they cover for Shita, Pazu, and Dola, I think she's mm-hmm. still hanging. Well, we'll have to we'll have to stick around till tomorrow to find out. Yeah. yeah. I love um, the way, like, when Dola wakes up, <laughs> she just pushes Pazu's <laughs> head down. Yeah. She's like, all right, punk. Do you take that as, like, he's taking up the, the control, so she has to, like, grab onto his head instead of the the stick or i always took it kind of like an affectionate like okay you saved me like yeah. tossing his hair kind of thing I, almost. I see it as that too but i can also see it as like a get out of my way yeah that's what i thought <laughs> like there's that's not enough like pushing it. on the side of his head that's why like she's just like like her whole hand is just palming the top of his head yeah yeah like a basketball <laughs> I've, I've if there was if there was yeah. like some shoving to the side i would take the like okay get out of my way punk yeah. But with it just being on top, it's a little bit like affectionate, I think. I've always I think I've said before that this moment where Pazu takes Dola's unconscious and Pazu tries to fix the situation, I've always said that this moment is when Dola starts to respect Pazu. I would believe that. So the endearing like head rub makes sense to me. Even though looking back on it, there's like she's definitely not rubbing his head. No. Like no. her she's hand is like rotate pushing the down. way it would. I mean, it's just it's just hanging on to his skull. She's. I mean, it's almost like she's. I mean, it's almost like just the reaction of like getting getting like she's again. getting balanced again. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, I need to stand. Yeah, she needs support. I mean, she just got a concussion. Yeah, at <laughs> yeah. least. So it's amazing that she's flying as well as she is. It is. You know, all things considered, that she has like any orientation and balance mm-hmm. in her condition. Yeah, but it's a gutsy move, and it. I mean. As a as a moment in the film, it really works. It does. Like her jumping into his arms and everything. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's like that's a real heroic moment. Yeah. It's yeah. a very like ga- audience gasp. Yeah. <gasps> Especially with her jump. I feel like yeah. if she didn't jump, Especially it wouldn't be quite so jump. much gasping. I yeah, true. I didn't remember the jump. I always thought that she was standing there and Pazu just kind of like scooped her up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the jump makes it more dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um just... and I mean, I don't know why Dola didn't just like target straight on to her, like why she had to jump. Yeah, to why the side. She, why Dola was but, like, "I'm gonna give Sheeta a hard time," because <laughs> yeah. she's given me so a hard maybe time. Maybe she right wasn't now. flying it as well as we thought. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the concussion. Yeah, I mean, she's still good, um, but she's slightly off. Yeah, um, but then they they fly away, and and Muska and his men show up with guns drawn. Yeah, I. Don't like, what was their plan? I don't like how Muska <laughs> immediately gives up when he sees Pazu and Dola. I I would expect him to say fire, like tell everyone to fire at them. But they got like, 
I mean, they were already clear of the of the fort wall, yeah. the base's wall yeah. by then. So I don't know. It, you know, their handguns probably couldn't have hit even if they fired. Yeah, but I I expected more out of Muska. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even. I mean, he's first looking at the Goliath. Yeah. Oh, where the smoke screen's going yeah. up. Yeah. And he's asking the question that we asked mm. like the minute before. It's like, what, what is, is the Goliath the doing? Goliath <laughs> what are you shooting at, dude? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I guess, no, he does. He comes out. He comes before out. Before the jump. Before the jump. And says, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sees it. He yeah. sees it and he just gives up. Okay. That's why I'm. Well, I mean, maybe he's just thinking, like, okay, they really earned it with that stunt. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah. He was like, okay, I got to give it to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll let them get away this time. They did a good job. Yeah, and like... <laughs> Respect, because that's what he's all about. <laughs> yeah, Pazu and Shita share a pretty intimate moment. Like, just... It's very loving. What, the hug? The hug, yeah. Like The, like, the like face-to-stomach hug? Yeah, I'm like, this is... This is the Spider-Man hug. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you look at it, you think, oh... I can imagine what that feels like, but then you think about it, it's like, no, no I've like, never no, experienced no. something no. like that. Like, definitely no not. Like. I've never clung to someone for my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, upside down. Upside down. <laughs> but, like, it looks like something you can imagine, but then you think about it for a minute, it's like, no, this is not familiar yeah. at all. Yeah. I feel like... Like, it would, be, it would be weird to try and set up a scenario where you could practice what this feels like, even partially. Like, you'd have to, like get someone to hook their legs on the monkey bars and lean backwards and then have the other person like hug onto their torso. But then you don't get the impact of flying to catch them and yeah. the jump and everything. And it's, flying it's, above fire. It's just crazy. I feel like yeah. it would be fun to go to one of those like indoor uh, parachute places or where they, oh. they have the fans. Where <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where people sometimes, yeah, the indoor skydiving where like some people get married there. And you just show them like, okay, this is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, just, just show them see this. what it's like to line up this way. The only, the only like franchise where I can see this, this scene happening is like a Mission Impossible movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise like doing his own right. stunts. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise as Pazu. Oh my God. That'd be pretty. He would do it too. Yeah, he, would. he would. He would do it. Uh, now I kind of want to see that, but at the same time, I don't I, because this is perfect. Yeah, as is. I don't want to. I don't. I don't think I ever want to see like a Western adaptation of any Ghibli film ever, like even a live if it's action version of... or live action, or even if it's reanimated. I'd never want to see something like that. Yeah, I don't think it would work. And I don't think there's any reason to. I think they're, yeah, they're, I think they're perfect. Like they're perfect as, as they are. They're intact, and um, I don't think there's anything to be gained by trying to change them. Besides, I made, like I think money. I mentioned before, there's a it's Japanese, but there's a live action version of Grave of the Fireflies. Oh right, <sighs> which is not. Yeah. You know I. <laughs> yeah. You know um, I don't need to watch the animated one again <laughs> because. I'm, it hurts a lot. Yeah. See, so, we've got Grave of the Fireflies coming up next, and I. Oh no! You're actually doing we're it. We're gonna do we're it. We're gonna yeah. do it, and we're I talking. don't think we're gonna oh, get no. any guests at all. <laughs> I mean, maybe a couple. I mean, we're talking if you need about. Me, I'm, I'm there for you, but <laughs> it's it's rough. Like it's I, gonna take I some convincing. I explained it to my wife one time. I explained it to my wife. It's like, what's Grave of the Fireflies about? I think <sighs> I asked. I think well... I asked you that question when I was little. 
I was like, what is what is Grave of the Fireflies? Like, my friends keep talking about it. And you were like, I can't watch that movie again. <laughs> yeah, it, it has it has an impact. And when you try to explain it, it's like, well, it's really, really sad. And if you're American and you want to watch it, you're going to feel really, really bad. Um, because of, like, the war yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And... So I was like trying to explain. It. It's like, well, there's the two kids, and then there, there's the malnourishment, and the eating rocks, and the candy, and and like the opening is, it's like this is the day I died. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a what an opener. It's it's coming back to theaters as part of the Ghibli, the Ghibli Fest. Fest, and I don't see I, think, uh, I don't see fest in that movie at all. <laughs> no, it's. It's like it's an important it's an important movie. film and yeah. and and people should definitely see it and engage with it and and I think it's really important especially for American audiences because I don't know that we talk enough about like what what World War II was yeah. like yeah on opposite sides because it it doesn't really touch American soil for the most part yeah um and so like talking about it's like okay well this is what war is like when you're engaging in World War II level warfare at the country yeah. Like where where civilians live and everything. Yeah, there's a um, and and like this is a good movie to watch to help you understand that if you're not getting that kind of education. Yeah, there's another um good, but it's hard. It's hard. There's another good World War Two movie that's animated called In This Corner of the World. It's about you know World War Two Japan, uh-huh. and it's it takes place like near Hiroshima. Oh really? So it's it's. It's a it's a little more cheerful than Grave of the Fireflies because it starts like way before World War Two and ends after World War Two, so you know that the main character has survived like all of it. Mm-hmm. But well, that's but it that's it's, good. It they show they depict certain events in like such creative ways that you're you watch it with awe, but you're also crying because <laughs> you're like, oh no, someone is dying. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's on Netflix still. Okay. So go watch that to just, it's also an important film that I feel like everyone should watch. But while I was in Japan, there was a live action version of it playing on TV and it just, it doesn't do it justice. It just, it kind of falls flat for me mm. on the impactful mm. spectrum. Yeah. Plus they like change I certain think... plot devices. It's. It just, it's an important movie and it's an important story to be told, but watching it animated is the best way. Hmm. Um, I think it was USA Today did like a top 100 animated films of all time yeah. and Grave of the Fireflies was their number one. Wow. Nice. And and the main thing they said, it's like, it's not necessarily enjoyable. <laughs> it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's not necessarily like, it's, it's going to hit you really hard. But it's really, really important yeah. to see this movie. <laughs> like that—that that was really what it came down to. It's like, like it's well made, it's important, and you just need it. Like it's something that people need to yeah. experience. Yeah, we're talking about how to do it uh, on our podcast. It was released initially as a double feature with Totoro, with my neighbor Totoro. 
Whoa. Hard to believe, I know. <laughs> well, know. I find I find Totoro kind of hard to watch because I get really terrified for like a quarter of that film that a child is drowned. And so I do not enjoy that part of that movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, she ran away. Oh, no, she's oh, going to be dead. dead. Yeah. yeah, everybody is. Like, that's, that's going to be her shoe in the river. That's what happened. Oh, oh my gosh. So we Terrible were wondering sister. if we could do it like, you know, a one week. A, a minute. A minute of a minute of one, yeah, and like a other, week of like one, week and to week, week. Yeah. yeah, that might work. That might a week of sadness, and then a week of kind of joy. <laughs> yeah, for most of Totoro, anyway. Yeah, that's right. It well, it depends on on whether or not you're going with the theory that Totoro is the angel of death. <laughs> I, that's right. Y- right. Which I kind of, I kind of do go with that I get, theory. I get and, where you're coming and then, from, but I think it's not my theory. Yeah, it's from the internet. I get where people but. are coming from with that, but I feel like Tot- it's not quite there. No, I feel like Totoro was there to help them cope with their mother's sickness, <laughs> just like as like a spark of joy from this imaginary creature that kind of mm-hmm. helps them cope with what their mother is going through. Yeah. We've gotten pretty far. Yeah, yeah so guys. back to so the smoke screens. <laughs> yeah, let's let's close out this minute. <laughs> smoke screens against the Goliath. Yeah, it's pretty. It seems to work. Yeah, pretty clever. Yeah, and they're pretty colors. Yeah, they're pretty colors, and it seems. Yeah. Get- <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have anything special to say about it. I don't know. We've got like purple, two greens, and blue. Is it two greens, or is there one person that's just that's spiraling just around going it crazy. with the green? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because how many? Because I thought there was only the three other ships. Yeah. yeah. I think so. So. And so somebody is just flying circles around the Goliath, and the other two are just, eh, we'll just fly uh, straight. I'll get there. In a uh, minute. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll do something. I, I'm done with this minute. Yeah. If I'm, you guys, I'm kind of surprised that the guy, the machine gunner on the Goliath, seems like he could. I don't know. Yeah. The the, uh, the guy with the purple smoke is pretty lucky, I think, not to get hit yeah. by that guy. Even maybe the guy on the Goliath has a hard time because he's got to move that massive sheet of metal all the way around. Yeah, the... just the shield too. Yeah, and his friend, yeah. his friend isn't helping. No, his friend is probably just giving him bad advice. <laughs> no, go up. No, go. No, you. No, you're too slow. No, <laughs> you have to. You have to hit him. <laughs> um, but even in the distant shot of the Goliath and the smoke is starting to come in, you can see like different places where they're firing from oh yeah you're right yeah there's little like spurts of fire yeah there's little uh, bursts mm-hmm. of flame yeah okay you got anything else Chico? nope all right we'll uh, end it there and see you next time on ghibli, ghibli minute, minute.